I ain't never been the loudest in the room The higher the volume, the more imminent the doom Don't play yourself, kid, play the system The US government, the largest walking contradiction Listen, if you wanna see impossible, then look at me My DNA is cut exquisitely from the best of sheets If I'm lying, I'm flying, and I'm ten toes solid On the same soil that my grandfather's was walking Know your history Welcome, friend, to Quantum Theory a podcast solely focused on amplifying black and indigenous voices. And that's facts. And that's true. And that's facts. Let's go get them. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. After yeah. two months, QTP is back. Ah, two whole months just like that. Come on, time. Just flying. Seriously. Must have been a good time. It has been. It's been, a lot. it's been a roller coaster of two months. Ah, the truth. Yes. The absolute truth. I woke up this morning and I was so excited. Um, and my sister's with me. So I woke up and I was like, guess what? We're recording today. QTP is back after two months. Aren't you excited? She goes, what's QTP? I'm like, seriously? I'm like, it hasn't been that long. It's only like, you forgot us already. That's it. <laughs> like, yeah. like quantum theory. And she's like, oh, I didn't know you called it QTP. I'm like, the youth of America, right. just you got to stay there. <laughs> Otherwise you lose your place. <laughs> that is already for cancel out. Is that what's going on? <laughs> Straight up the algorithm, huh? Even in real life, no play. <laughs> but anyway, I'm excited that we're back to say the least. I had a very much needed time off. I hope you feel the same. Oh, for sure. I'm I'm still kind of like shocked that it has been two months. Mm-hmm. Uh, because question, where has the time gone? Uh, and then, <laughs> yeah, you know, just like off top. Uh Yet it's true. It has been two whole months. Um, mm-hmm. And so thankful for it, like you said, um, because <laughs> of the space that it created more than anything. Uh, mm. Process through everything that was already just like, as we mentioned before, on the plate. Uh, so, yeah, it's been nice to like eat just a little bit for me. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think after the first time- and and uh literally uh, <laughs> <laughs> well i'm always like, down for the literal eating that's you know, know. question <laughs> <laughs> yeah after like in may may went by really fast and yeah. so i was like shoot and i think even you knew when you're texting me like so are we recording tomorrow or and i'm like shoot i'm like it's already you know july or was it june no june. no we did we take off may yeah we took off may yeah. and june yeah that makes sense because we're in yeah. july but so um but yeah yeah it was like already coming in into june yes yeah so when you messaged me like at the end of may i was like oh man like i was super scrambled i'm like i am not ready like i want to be and so once we pushed it back an extra month i was like yes thank you kellen and so it really, really, really helped me to just kind of balance out everything I had going on, getting everything done personally, professionally. It really just kind of gave me that time to recoup. So I'm really, really, really glad we kind of decided that to do that. And you're so willing and able and kind to be like, Michaela, just sit down somewhere. It's OK. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, trust, it goes both ways because... <clears throat> 
I maximized the heck out of that uh, time as well. It was super needed uh, because it was Granville City there in May for mm-hmm. both of us. Um, however, was like able to focus that time on big projects, which was cool. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm still like working through that project now or projects really. Uh, and here, you know, it's like two months later, you know, so it's like, ooh, what would I like? Where would I be in the journey if I didn't have a little extra time? Uh, and then the other part of that is like there was the full balance because of like the full like stuffing my schedule and like overcompensating with whatever this and that. Um, so like an unhealthy level in order to get a goal accomplished, right? So mm-hmm. then balance on the other side of that, just like taking absolute time off. Uh, so yeah, where it's just like, okay, I worked hard for this many weeks. So I guess I'm not doing anything for this many weeks. Uh, yeah. And then staying true to that. So like being able to have that time and space to be able to like fully commit to both sides of that spectrum, both in May and then come to find out in June, because it's been it's like travel for me. Like I've been in Seattle and uh, spent time in LA and uh, back and forth to Coeur d'Alene and a graduation down in Boise, just like all these crazy things that have just like randomly called uh, over the last few weeks. A Juneteenth event in Lapway. We're just like, dang, I didn't realize all these things were on my schedule and they're here on my schedule. Uh, so yeah, it's like been a wild ride of the past two months to yeah. say. Definitely booked and busy, blessed to be booked and busy for sure. I think these last couple months were definitely like a healthy challenge for me. It definitely tested my endurance a little bit. (laughs) So um, we always, you know, before we kind of took our break, we were talking about, you know, establishing that next chapter. And when the doors open, you know, it's time for us to walk through it and then going over the mountain and all these other metaphors that we had. (laughs) And I think that was kind of what was going on with me. The door was opening, the door was cracking and it was my job to push through it. Um, But also it was kind of challenging me to understand how to push through that or if and where to do the pushing if that makes sense I had a lot on my plate I felt like um kind of when I was talking about like when when we when I when it's time to move on into that next kind of area of your life you can't bring everything with you the way you used to do everything and saying yes to this and doing this you can't do it all it's like you're being called upon because you're ready you know it's time it's time for you to kind of become your best self and whatever that means you know for you but it's just like that 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 was my problem is just trying to take everything with me. And I can like, you can't fit through the door if you got too much baggage, you know what I'm saying? And so one of the things is I say yes a lot. And that was kind of my challenge the last couple months is knowing when to say yes, or knowing when to pass that blessing off to someone else who needs that. Yes. Um, And I also understood I seen this thing on Instagram and it was a video and it was like, the guy was saying how yes is expensive. He's like, yes is financially, mentally, and emotionally expensive. 
Because if you say yes to everything, you won't have the energy to say yes to the right thing. And so I kind of got to understand that message very loudly and kind of clearly because I realized just me looking at myself from the outside in, I was overwhelmed. I was a little stressed out. I was extremely grateful to be provided with so many different opportunities, whether it was speaking engagements, networking, going to these different events or setting up over here. But it takes so much of my energy for me to say yes to everything that, you know, I'm either not going to handle everything the way that I should, I'm not going to have the energy to really push through for those things and make the connections that I need to, or, you know, something might be put on the table for me to do. And I have my hands full with all of this over here that I can't even make room for that calling that, you know, that was the whole purpose of me, of the door opening, you know what I mean? And being able to, to being able to juggle all of that just became really, really hard. So that was kind of like my lesson the last couple months is, you know, to really just sit with your, be able to sit with yourself and, you know, make the right decision as opposed to feeling like you have to say yes to absolutely everything because it is draining. And so um, now I kind of walked into this month, not that it was, you know, a whole new month, whole new me. I don't really do all that or whole new year, whole new me. It's like as soon as I wake up in the morning, if I feel like I want to make a change and let's make God to make this change. But it wasn't until I kind of sat with myself for a minute and realized, you know, we need a new game plan and it's okay to switch things up. So that was kind of my, my challenge that I had the past couple months is just you know, embracing the new things that I'm doing and trying, but also um, begin to kind of let go a little bit. So that way you can really tap into who you want to become, who you envision yourself to become, because we're already that person, you know, we're already who we want to be. It just, we have to bring that out of ourselves. And a lot of the times it takes us just switching up some of our decisions, you know, and not going up, going with some of these things that may have held us down or just were used for us to get here. And so I feel like I have a long way to go, but I am already my best self. It's just time to pick and choose, you know, and start making those decisions that I've been longing to make so that way I can bring out my best self. So we're on a journey to say the least, but that's, you know, the last couple months, that's been kind of my, my lesson a little bit. Wow. I love that. The release part. (laughs) Just like mm-hmm. such a beautiful theme in itself. Um, I don't know if you've ever been skiing before. Have you? No, I have not because I want. I I told you this like the first yeah. early of the early episodes when you went skiing on that ski trip. I'm like, you're gonna have to take yeah. me because I have not done skiing yet. Yes. Okay. Boom. Yes. Um, well, so I think of like when one is skiing and then like, especially when you're first learning to ski, the whole point really is that like you're on the top of this slope, right? So you're you're going to go downhill regardless. So you're like learning how to stop yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because if not, then you just go like barreling down this slope and, you know, you don't know what's going to happen at the other side. You want to learn how to stop yourself. It's like presenting yourself or building up that muscle, right? Um mm-hmm. Yeah, like when you're learning, you have like uh, that little bit of like fear of going directly downhill or like going too fast. You know, you either want to like jump off, like stop yourself. Uh, So once you learn how to control that motion, uh, you are able to travel a little bit better. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, And one of the major components in controlling that motion is understanding the release. Because there's a point like you're either angled to the right or to the left, like with your skis, because then that's perpendicular to going downhill, right? So it's like stopping yourself. At a certain point, the tips of your skis have to like face all the way downhill where like you're, there's no stopping. Like they has to build motion in order for you to turn your skis again to stop the motion. And then you have to release again by putting your skis like directly downhill where you have no brakes whatsoever in order to best prepare yourself to slow yourself down again. Uh, Mm -hmm. So you have to trust in every, like basically in every stride that you make that Mm -hmm. like you have to trust in this release. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the more you know how to like control yourself or slow yourself down or fully stop yourself, then you can enjoy that release more where it's like, oh, now I can go 45 miles an hour down the mountain with my tips, you know, directly pointed down because Mm -hmm. I understand how to like, navigate the release yeah Uh, so then you're able to travel better anyways so then i think about that moment all the time because it it really is like a a connect that you have to make in skiing it's like understanding that like okay yes like i may be like risking my entire life by like pointing everything downhill and just like free flow yeah i also know that with the tiniest little turn of my skis and the right adjustment of my weight that i can slow myself down or turn myself or, you know, wield that energy. Um, yeah, you have to like trust in the release in order for any of that to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's cool to like find yourself exploring these moments of letting go of whatever it is or release, you know, into this like whatever it may be, wild abyss, so that you can like best move yourself along. Yeah. And there's so many words that kind of come out to me as you explain all of that. No, not only released and trust and, but understanding, I think having understanding is one of the biggest and best things you can do just throughout life and creating that understanding and being able to say, I don't understand. And then being able to understand, but acting on that understanding, you know, whether it is with, with other people or whether it is with ourselves, I think with ourselves, it's extremely, extremely important to make room for understanding. You know, it comes to optimism. It comes to being to being able to ask questions. I think if the world had our, our country at least had a lot more understanding, <laughs> we'd all be in a healthier mindset. And I feel like we wouldn't have as many issues as we do. But, you know, we'll save that for another day. But I think understanding. Exercise, understanding. Yeah. <laughs> the girls know. The girls know what's tea. They're yeah. just not exercising and or acting however continue yes no no no. that's that's just basically what you know that that's the word that kind of stuck out to me the most is just having understanding and sometimes having understanding with yourself it's okay to say I don't understand myself right now but I want to work to to understand myself and what this means for me as I kind of move forward and I think what's for me it's like there's so many, you're going to start over so many times and that's healthy. You should be starting over. You should be uncomfortable. And if you're comfortable, then that's the bigger issue. So it's like, we all kind of, at some point in our life, it's like there, you're going to hit a two-way street at some point while you're just coasting along, right? You finally get on your feet and you feel like, okay, I got this stride down packed. Everything's going great. But at some point, at, when you least expect it, you're going to get to an end where you have to take either a path going left a path going right. 
you know, and sometimes it, some people have more than two paths to choose from to where it gets even more confusing. But realistically, it comes down to kind of two paths. And one of those roads is going to be the devil of comfort on your shoulder. And the other road is going to be, you know, I don't understand this, but I want to get to understand this. And I want to get to understand myself. And what does this mean? And it's like growth requires the maintenance of these discomfort. That's kind of what growth is. You know, you're never going to stop making mistakes. You're never going to stop you know, not knowing what something means, you're never going to stop feeling uncomfortable. But what it really comes down to is understanding how all of that works. And then once you get an understanding, that's when you kind of open another chapter of your life that you didn't even know existed. But now you're walking down that path and you're not even thinking about how good of a stride you had on the other road over there. You know, so um, that was kind of, you know, I feel like I have this, I have a lot of starting overs and it's okay. And I think it takes me a minute to accept the fact that, Hey, what pleased you over here no longer pleases you, but take that win because that means those things and those, that journey that you were on, the things that bothered you, or you didn't have an understanding for you now have an understanding for, therefore that's not going to happen to you again in the same ways. So now I'm uncomfortable, but I'm uncomfortable for a reason, because without me being uncomfortable the first time I wouldn't be who I am right now. You know what I mean? So, um, just thinking about that word understanding, I think that 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 kind of sums up a lot of what I've been kind of juggling the past couple months. But it's all been good stuff. I'm not like over here in the pits and like depressed. And like <laughs> It sounds a lot worse probably than I'm becoming it off to it for it to be. But like I well, like what, you know, we kind of said was we were booked and busy and like I, I was trying to do it all. And I think when it comes down to my community, especially I'm so quick to say yes and so um, sometimes I have to kind of take myself out of those spaces because it's just like, OK, well, just wait on it. Just wait on me. Like, you know, I have so much more planned. You know, I don't want to stay at the level I'm at. I want to do a little bit more so that way I'm capable of helping even more people or being a resource or passing my resources along, you know, to create kind of something bigger and better. So that's kind of where I've been coming from the past couple months. But then also you know, my personal life as well. <laughs> I, I never really tend to put that first. So <laughs> uh, that's kind of a wake up call for me too. Is like, okay, you need to start making space for yourself again, because it's so easy to get caught up and overwhelmed and in work, especially as an entrepreneur, it's like, it's so easy because I like to work. I like to stay busy, but at some point I like, you have to cut it off. And I started off really good this year. I was like, this year's dedicated to my joy. And like, it went full, full 180 this past couple of months. Okay. So I just need to get back to that and um, kind of create a little bit more balance. I'm really excited for the next few months to come. Um, but I want to maintain a great, great and healthy energy and attitude because it's like the work's not going anywhere. So I need to go ahead, which I'm grateful for. So I need to um, tap into my and understand myself a little bit more and get back to, you know, just having fun a little bit and carving out some time for myself, um, like the original plan was. But I don't know how I got all the way over here. So we can go ahead and keep it pushing. <laughs> <Beautiful> <laughs> Welcome to QPP therapy. Oh my gosh. Well, all of that, yes. Also, you said something about like, uh, like a fork in the road or like a choice between two or like the paths mm -hmm. or whatever. And that was literally me just like a few days ago. Um, and I was like, so upset. Yeah. Also, so 
um, validated in the moment because I was like, right now, the biggest thing that's popping in my head is like the moment in the animated Disney classic <laughs> film, uh, Pocahontas, uh, just around the river bend when she's like um, in that song and then she comes to a fork in the road and like the whole song kind of like drops and she's like, like, you know, do I choose this side? And you know, Mary Cook woman be all docile and calm down, or do it the <laughs> other way, and and you know, be all wild and reckless like I want to be. Uh, anyways, I was so mad at myself. I was like, not this being the reference in my head right now. Um, yeah, that's how I felt in my life. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> confronted with one of those moments where it's like, dang, there is a split uh, here in this stream, and I like have to choose. Like, you know, not that I have to yet. You know, time and circumstance around me is like okay like one or two things is going to happen you know mm -hmm. um how are you going to move forward and you know that's what things will be you know mm -hmm. uh and so yeah it's just like one of those things where it's like dang like uh either option can really just like fully happen right here in the moment it just depends on like what choice I make and then how I like carry myself through that choice yeah um so yeah when you were talking about that I was like dang I was like oh I know that feeling because uh, <laughs> just like those thoughts of like the fork choice is choice is choice yeah everything comes down to a choice and it's like I'm tired today do I have to make this choice <laughs> like, <laughs> no <laughs> oh. That's uh, okay, but, but yeah. yeah. Also, not as much as I originally uh, enjoyed the Pocahontas film. Um, you know, being of the time and of the things. Um, you know, again, looking back and you know, being more realistic. It's like uh, there are deeper conversations to have here. Seriously. Um, yeah. So that's what I'm kind of struggling with myself. It's like, okay, the fourth just passed, and I feel some type of way when I see a bunch of you know black and brown people on Instagram, not gonna name no names, but it's just like y'all are full out patriotic right now. Like you have like the stars and stripes shirts, the stars and stripe hats, it says America across your chest. I'm like, do you not understand like what was going on when this <laughs> when this holiday was established? And I hate feeling so well, I don't hate feeling so radical all the time, but it's just really annoying with the more that, you know, the more that I learn, and I said this before and I'm gonna say it again, I am really just sick of this country. <laughs> it's just like, and I think at this point, almost a lot of people are sick of this country, but it's just a lot of these holidays, I feel like, at this age right now, if you aren't questioning, you know, what's going on, I think that's, that just kind of goes to show where your place in society is going to end up, at, you know, sometimes sooner rather than later, or you just have a lot more learning to do, but it's just a lot of things just haven't sat right with me with whether it's holidays, unfortunately, it's like I'm at that stage right now to where I'm not questioning religion. Don't get me wrong. Like there is a higher power to me, but I just feel like, you know, when it comes to a lot of the things that we celebrate and where they derive from and what was going on, as at least for my people during that time period on both sides of me, it was never this, this country was never designed for us. I feel like that's very 
easy to understand. But when I see other people, you know, just that I know, you know, engaging in it so heavily, it's just like, man, like, I don't really know how to feel. It really does bother me when, when people just don't see it or it's like, are you choosing not to see it? Because it's, it's very blatantly in our faces. And so I'm at a point right now, at least in my life to where I am, I always just, you know, I'm learning. I'm, I'm a constant student. I'm a forever student. I'm a humble student. I just want to know, I want to know more. And I'm going to add it at a stage in my life to where, yeah, I'm seeing a lot of things that are wrong within media, within movies, within holidays, of course, within there's so much. And it's like, how do we, are we too far deep? Are we too far gone to really truly make a change? Like we need to, are we ever going to make a change? You can't decolonize something that was meant to be colonized, which was, that just doesn't make sense. We can reclaim, but are we ever going to get there? And I, I don't know. I don't know how I got here anyway. Again, I just keep <laughs> rambling off into all of these deeper points, but um, by you talking about Pocahontas and then just recently going through the fourth, a few days ago, it's, it's a lot, you know? Yeah. And then also like with my own experiences with Juneteenth and talking to people over there on that side of things and, just some of the things obviously we had to have to face just being here and being in these different spaces. It's, it's heavy. It's a lot. And I think that was kind of a part of my last couple, couple months too, is also having a racial, you know, incident and kind of occur. I wouldn't even say necessarily incident, but it was just, just so much kind of like went within these past two, two months to where, like I said, I did my challenge, that understanding was challenged when it comes to, okay, well, what decision are you going to make from here? you know, and it happens within my work too. Okay. Well, how am I going to project this message to, to, to people? Am I going to lose customers? If I do, then those aren't really my customers or those aren't really, that isn't really my following base. It's like, it's, that's why I say it's always hard to end well, realistically James Baldwin, but individualizing yourself in this country is the most dangerous thing that we can do because it's not, this country was never meant for us. And it's really hard to kind of navigate that while you're learning so much from kind of a young age, I would say we're, we're definitely young. We have a lot, you know, more understanding to kind of tap into, but I guess I'm learning to figure out, okay, how, how do I, how do I move forward with the mindset that I have and the mindset that I'm trying to understand at the same time? I don't know. I can't explain it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just that's where I'm at. Well, it literally is the smallest things that like radicalize you in the in a moment in a day where it's just like, uh, like I'm just mm -hmm. out here trying to get a taco, like <laughs> you know, and now it's this whole thing. I'm in my head being like, I know it's not that deep, yeah, it's also that deep. Yeah. Um, it's not that deep, so I'm gonna let it go. However, f it because it is that deep, um, mm -hmm. and it, the fact that it even exists and that this is something that I go through, it's like ah, oh, you know. Uh, so it's funny, just like the mm -hmm. smallest things that do radicalize um, a moment, and how it's basically just like unavoidable. Um, and obviously, there's choice in that, you know. Mm -hmm. Yet. Um, again, the more you know and the more you um, involve yourself um, and especially acknowledge, um, you know, histories and, and dynamics and 
the repercussions of past events, um, current events that's, you know, the systems that profit off of these things. It's just like, uh, dang it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, where just the simple acknowledgement of the, the, the reality of this um, yeah. is enough to be maddening or saddening, frustrating, uh, all of the things. So it's just like, uh, I just came out for a good time. And now, like, <laughs> <laughs> so I feel you on that. Um, one cool thing that I actually didn't really have like a fourth heavy um, holiday this year, mm-hmm. uh, which was kind of crazy because, you know, it's usually like unavoidable again. There were lots mm-hmm. of fireworks uh, here in LA. So, I mean, there's tons of that. Um, on the third, so the day before the holiday, I got to go to uh, a family barbecue with um, my brothers. We have the same biological father. Uh, mm-hmm. and so he lives in Pasadena area. And I've um, been lucky enough to get to know him in the past few years every time I visit Southern California. Um, and brought him up a few times on the show before. Yeah. Uh, it was cool getting to hang out with his family and one of the um many beautiful moments that i got to experience was like sitting um back with like all the uncles and like the male cousins you know it's like all the guys in the backyard and hearing like the old heads talking about um like their younger days and the things that they experienced um and even like being a, a war veteran in their time you know like how they felt being put to war and then how they felt being received back in this country after their time in service mm-hmm. um, and how um, this one vet was talking about like Memorial Day itself he's like that was like a black holiday it's like or you know it's like this this was like something that we did and then America took it over you know mm-hmm. he's like, I'm like we see he's like there's so many things where it's like we do it first and then America will come and take it over and he's like, right now we're seeing it with Juneteenth. You know, it's something that we did and then America comes and takes it over. Um, and just like from those like few short stories and statements alone, it was just like, you know, the intergenerational connect that was happening where it's like, y'all have lived and experienced it in your ways and you're still seeing it today and validating it for us. And also like being like, and don't forget, this isn't new. You know, like we have been experiencing this for such a long time. Uh, And so it was really amazing to be like a part of that moment, you know, where like it kind of gave credence to the radicalization. Because again, like, you know, just kicking it like with the friends and it's like, ha ha ha, we're having all the fun. And then something happens and it's like, uh, now we're deep in a debate about historical (laughs) this and that, right? Um, Yeah and the audacity and all the things and then to be in another space where it's like yeah it's it's part of the journey because it's like it's what happens Mm. Uh, cool like full circle you know alternate perspective Um, like you know like chicken noodle soup on a cold day you know it's like one of those things that felt good yeah even to just experience in here yeah, I definitely agree, but we'll see. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I think part of me, I got to a place where I'm just tired. Like, I don't know what to say anymore. I don't know. And sometimes it's okay to have those moments. I think it's healthy to have those moments where 
you just kind of indulge in yourself. You don't want to think about, because you can't fix the world overnight. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise it would already be fixed. There's a lot of people out here in this world that really left their mark in the world. And all we can do is really contribute to that change. But at the same time, you have to know where you can't let that change consume you at the same time, you know? So yeah, it's all a learning process, you know, when we're kind of in this fight of awareness in a sense. You know? <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, yes, the old heads also did clown us because um, there was discussion around hip hop and music as it was played. And they were like, uh, I bet y'all were uh, Bow Wow fans, weren't you? And I was <laughs> like, ah, don't ever read me. Um, and like, little did we know that Lil Bow Wow would be the person that he is now. You know, I was like, yeah. <laughs> in, in the time that Bow Wow, Lil Bow came out, I was like, you know, he was my age. He was dropping dope tracks. <laughs> so like, of course I was a fan in the moment. Like, so you know. Bow Wow, you just don't you know. Just don't know. Fast, across the foot, the way you run through my mind, like all the time. Okay, come on, <laughs> dance moves. <laughs> you can the arm up. Is that what it was? <laughs> You know, it was a moment. Uh, yes. A moment. I used to have the biggest crush on Lil Romeo when I that was like my first oh like celebrity. Oh, Lord. But that was the time frame. Remember that one point at McDonald's when they were giving away CDs? Like oh what? God. Remember that? Yeah. I used to play the um what is it called? Who let the dogs out? I remember I got that CD. And I used to play it all. Yeah, I thought it was the cute. <laughs> I thought it was the coolest thing ever when I was a kid. Yes. McDonald's used to be popping with their toys. You know, now they just give you whatever. Like, I not that I really know because I don't I know, like, like that. But like when I was a kid, they were putting some cool stuff, and they had like the little music thing, you little plastic music box or whatever, mm-hmm. with the CDs or yeah, whatever. Like a Forty-five <laughs> second snippet of your song. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I still have some of those in the package. I have a Destiny's Child Survivor one in the package um, at my house still, like <laughs> unopened. <laughs> the 90s is for the culture. Like it was just no. it was a whole nother time zone. <laughs> exactly. Which is what I feel about Pocahontas as well. Cause I was like, it dropped in the time, you know, like it was in the 90s, it was brown people. Um, that was our of, representation. You know, of it was Irene Bedard, you know, so like a name, uh, you know, big in the time. Uh, and then also like what I appreciated was I was like, she jumps off waterfalls. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, she said. Know, <laughs> you know, like she's doing all the, like every other Disney princess was like asleep waiting for a man to kiss him or mm-hmm. like, you know, like doing all these dumb things. Uh, and I was like, she was out here like telling people what to do um, and like just being like, you know, integrated with land and all the other things. And yes, all the other stuff, which comes later. Yeah. In the moment, you know, you're like of the things, you know, I'm not like super critically thinking as a kid. And then mm-hmm. now as an adult, you watch it and I'm like, OK, <laughs> you know, there are things mm-hmm. to discuss here. Uh, yeah, again, it's like of that time. Yes, I was a Bow Wow fan because it was of the time, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like now it's like I can put all the stuff in context in the greater conversation, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So yeah. don't don't try to come for my musical taste, <laughs> basically, you know. about yours as well. Don't get me wrong. I mean, <laughs> we can talk about almost any generation of music, probably. 
you know doing and who they kind of became and but you know we gonna uh-huh. let black people be great we'll just leave that there no, <laughs> leave <exactly>. <laughs> Beautiful moments that came and, you know, all this stuff wouldn't have come around had it not also been for like this time to check out, you know? So, yeah, put the phone down and uh, just like be around. Yes. So I am going to just flip it really quick because I'm just nosy and want to know, how did the Pride event go? Because <laughs> that was uh, one of the many things that you did, and I really right. wanted to be there. And I'm like, it looked lit. <laughs> uh, yes, so I got to perform at Seattle Pride 2022. Uh, it was pretty cool. We performed on the main stage at Seattle Center on Sunday of Pride. So in Seattle, Pride weekend happens uh, basically all week. Yeah, over the course of the weekend, they put on different events. And on Sunday, there's a large parade that happens downtown. And then a lot of foot traffic happens to fall into Seattle Center, where they have a bunch of festival stages and food and beer gardens and DJs and performers. And uh, our 15-minute set of dance uh, went over very well. Uh, So I got to dance with some of my old friends that I used to perform with back in the day when I lived in Seattle. Uh, So I I got back back into the group as one of the OG members, um, you know, because mm-hmm. there's like there's like the new current group. Uh, mm-hmm. And I got brought back as an alumnus. Uh, so it was <laughs> kind of fun to like be one of the OGs to like just slip in, uh, hit a couple steps and then uh, hop back out and catch my breath. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's what oh, I did. Uh, you make it set yourself down like a decade <laughs> older. You really, really are. So you know, let's just keep it. Let, let, let's keep it one hundred. Kent is very. Kent, Kellen is very well and in shape, and <laughs> and is doing some hard moves. I'm just gonna say that. You know, exactly. Um. And, you know, I it was fun to keep it cute, you know, pop in, pop out, cameos left and right. Um, I got to do the section with uh, the new Beyonce track, Break My Soul. Um, yeah, I showed up to the last rehearsal and I was like, um, I did not learn this part. Uh, somebody please teach me because I'm not not doing it. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was, it was the week of the release. Like, of course, I'm going to perform to this part of the song. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's cool. We we got a 15-minute set. They loved us. They wanted an encore. So they extended our set like another 15 minutes. Um, and they just put on music and let us freestyle. Uh, so got like a 30-minute performance in the middle of downtown Seattle randomly. I love it. Yeah, I definitely wanted to go so bad. And so like I like commented on Angelo's post and was like, I forgot. I think it was just emojis. He's like, next year you better be coming. I'm like, I'm booking it next year. Yes. <laughs> Seattle like, Pride is so a good bad. time. It got wild. Talk about colonized events. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just wild because like everything like you needed like to have bracelets to get into certain places and occupancies for certain things. Whereas like before, like the one of the joys of Seattle Pride was like how free flowing it was where mm-hmm. you could be around anywhere. Like now you have to like be on like on the specialty list to like know like, okay, if I want to go to this club or this place at any point, like I need to buy pre-sale tickets a few weeks in advance or months in advance, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of what we experienced this year was kind of like the spontaneity kind of gone 
from mm-hmm. the event because it's gotten like bigger and more massive, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, still a beautiful, fun event. Um, yeah, it's wild to also see how the culture is changing around things. Plus, people just want to go like wild because it's been like three years since there's been an in-person. So that's yeah, true. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, there's going to be an outdoor in-person event. Like we'll be there. Yeah. Uh, so understandable at the exact same time, you know, mm-hmm. for numbers sake. So yeah. It's a fun time though. Uh oh, it looks like it. Yeah. And still hoping to uh add some boat adventures into our pride event. Uh because we we'll usually do like Friday, Saturday, Sunday pride. Yeah, if uh can extend that out to a Thursday or a Monday on either yeah. side of that window and mm-hmm. uh, have the connect to do the boat experience on Lake Union and Lake Washington. Yeah, that would be <sighs> really cool. Perfect. So just uh speaking that again, hoping that <laughs> that these well-intentioned thoughts and prayers go out and come back. Speak <laughs> <laughs> into existence, put it out into the universe. You never know who's listening, you know. Oh, right. Yes. I love it. Yeah, I just was nosy and I wanted to to ask you about it. Oh, wow. That's awesome. It was super great. And I just love Pride too, because again, like Seattle, well, the cool thing that I love too is that it happens a week after my birthday mm-hmm. and it all happens where I was born. So I was born on Capitol Hill. Uh, me and my two siblings, we were born at what's now known as Swedish Medical Center. It had a different name back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's cool. Like being back in my physical birthplace, you know, like that's mm-hmm. where I grew up the first part of my life and then I came back directly after college um so it's been home to me in a lot of great ways and so like for like my body even to like be back in like my birth lands mm-hmm. right around my birth time every year it's really I love it you know like because you know yeah, I, I think it'd be like kind of the city it's like it's almost like a rebirth in a sense as yes. you know or kind of real rejuvenating to mm-hmm. where you know so that's always going to kind of be a piece of piece of you, especially if you make it a piece of you. So I yeah. think that's really cool. Yeah, because Seattle is like how well built it's into the environment. You know, mm-hmm. like there's the mountain ranges around, there's the sound, there's the two lakes and these, you know, hills and uh, forest all around. That's like it's physically built into nature. So, yeah, like the land really does like speak to you while you're in the place. Oh, I bet. So yeah, it's really cool, especially during the summer when it's like beautiful weather. Yeah, I think it would be really cool to um. <laughs> someone's gonna listen to this back and be like, "She don't know where she was born." I totally left that hanging when I was like, "Where was I born?" I was. Um, <laughs> it would be cool to kind of revisit all the places you, I kind of like lived as a kid, because I was born in Stanford, Connecticut, and then I moved to. Um, which I still go to Stanford, Connecticut all the time. So it's kind okay. of a big thing. But um, then I lived in Delaware. I'm totally blanking on where I lived in Delaware. It was in the same like town or area Bob Marley used to live and his mom. Okay. Um, starts It's green something. But um, yeah, so I lived there. And then I lived in White Plains for a while. Um. Then I lived up here. So for the most part, I feel like I kind of generally have lit, have been where I have kind of grown up in a sense, but I move so much. It's not like I don't have some place that is like, 
I have like old friends to go see and I have a memory on this street and this street. So I don't have necessarily like a hometown, but it would be interesting to just kind of visit all of the places I've lived growing up and seeing kind of what it is now and the culture that's there now. But, um, but yeah, I just liked how you described, described that. I'm like, huh, that'd be kind of interesting to take a little road trip and be like, <laughs> let me visit all the places I've lived. But it definitely would. I want to, in the future, like, do, like, a return to Seattle collection, Mm -hmm. do my art, because that was the other cool thing about being here in Seattle is that, you know, I guess any major metropolitan city, um, the large indigenous or, like, you know, urban Indian um, communities, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, so they called it back in the 90s and early 2000s, you know, so, like, I was around a bunch of different natives, uh, and my mom and auntie and you know and then stepdad later like all the people around me like worked with like native organizations around the city so then i got to be involved with a lot of a lot of the different stuff around here Uh, so i grew up you know with a lot of coastal native influence and then just also communal um like pan indigeneity you know where it's like all these you know people from montana and from you know down south and you know all over coming over to seattle uh, and expressing uh, for like, you know, whatever powwows or gatherings, you know, like their their cultural expressions. So it's cool to like also grow up around that, you know? Um, and so yeah. I'm excited like as an adult and like really understanding the value of that and of the physical spaces even around with like the Seattle area um, mm-hmm. that were tied to like the uh, urban Indian community, like really like doing a, like a return collection of like all my art that's inspired from like that land, you know, cause everything yeah. I do like, or not everything I do, like a lot of my stuff has its focus. Uh, and so it'd be really fun to like spend time back in like my childhood areas yeah. and like see what creativity would come out of like honoring those spaces and experiences, you know? For sure. Let me tell y'all, Kellen is a full-blown designer. If you don't know it, you will know <laughs> at some point of your life because the work is to die for. So when he talks about this, you know, designing something, I'm eager to see it because y'all don't even know. Kellen, <laughs> Kellen put his foot into his work. Let me just say that because I've seen a sneak peek and y'all are bound to see a sneak peek at some point. So yeah. I'm really excited to see because that would that would be awesome I would love to see that to be honest I think that would really kind of put some sort of dynamic onto just your artistry you know and uh what's the word like the range of what you could do so always room for creativity yes but but anyway exactly that's my encouragement also to you to like as your adult self to go back and revisit those spaces because you'll never know like what we'll never know, out, you know? Um, going back to those places because you know you've lived in those areas your body's connected to the land to the energy there so like revisiting with a greater awareness now that you're in your adult part yeah. of your life you know yeah that's my encouragement that's all <laughs> i have to do that you really got me there 
my dad thinks I'm crazy, but I low-key was just like, what I asked him last night. I said, what would you think if I was just like a nomad of the land? Like, what if I like just decked out a really dope like Mercedes bus or Ben's bus? And you know what I mean? And just kind of took the six months to a year. And I it's kind of going out on a limb for myself. Like it's not something I always necessarily wanted to do, but I've heard stories and I'm like, man, this kind of sounds kind of cool. Like I feel like people should have that experience, or at least I want that experience of just kind of just seeing the entire country and just, cause I can work from anywhere. And if I can, you know, why not kind of take the country by storm? Although, you know, like I said, I'm sick, sick of this country, but like, you know, let me make the best of what I've got. Like, oh, exactly. Go see like all of these different, you know, do like do different hikes and go to all of because there are a lot of communities that are primarily you know that have culture or like going down south and seeing that rich rich deep deep history of you know us coming into this country and slavery and visiting the plant like it's going to be heavy but it's something that I'm definitely interested in so I'm like I'm and like seeing all these different battlefields and these moments and these historical places that are meant for like our people like asked him I was like what do you think if I just kind of gave up my place and just you know decked out this bus and just kind of just traveled and he's like "Mm, I have to think about that (laughs) (laughs) he's like well I'd be super worried about you and I'm like yeah I know but it's just a thought so that's been like cooking in my brain I'm like should I just do it should I just like take that leap and just see the world for at least six let's see the world see the country for six months and Cause I heard it's a really fun experience. I have a, f- a friend of mine did it and he like completely gutted this little van and like he was set up in there. Like he had his hot plate, he had his, his bed, everything, little fridge. He had his speakers. He was bumping in there. And I'm like, Hmm. He's like, no, he's like, it was amazing. And I'm like, huh, I wouldn't mind doing that, but I don't know how long it would last, but it's been cooking in my brain. I'm like, it would be cool just to experience that. And then it gives me that chance to kind of tap into my creativity and visit places I haven't visited before. But you never know. Heck yeah. you know a couple months from now on QTP, you're going to be like, I'm skydiving right now. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm lost. Kelly, get me out of here. I don't know where I'm at. <laughs> Is that running water in the back? Is that a stream? Kind <laughs> of like place you. <laughs> like, oh no, there's a moose. He, you know, he had a tinkle. Like, <laughs> out, in, out in these sticks. No, we'll see. Just a thought. Just I love many, that uh, many inquiring, the inquirings of Michaela just running through my, a thought running through my mind that I was kind of curious about. Just kind of take, going off on the limb and doing something like that you can totally cut that out i don't know why. oh no like, <laughs> is like still on like on the list for me yeah getting like a, a dope like decked out sprinter my cousin he had like his was kind of weird uh he had like one of those like old construction vans that also can like also be like misidentified as like a kidnap van or like a bank that's how my friend's van was <laughs> oh my god man yeah. he said that multiple people called the police on him as he was yeah. driving through like the country <laughs> exactly so like i'd go for a different shape yeah what i loved what i appreciated is that he put like this cool platform on the top so you could like go and sit up there oh, um, nice. and so then like for like starry nights and whatnot you can go like like lay up on top of like the platform uh yeah. so yeah i would want something like that too where it's like 
you know, you could put like a mattress or something up top so you could like lay under the stars as well as like, you know, have like everything on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking at my man's page, Jason Momoa. You know, you may have heard of him. Oh, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> he had a bus, like a decked out Ben's bus. And I think, I don't know if he was doing the same thing, but he was probably just camping or whatever. But I'm like, that'd be kind of cool. Just yeah. to kind of yeah, at least a couple months, few months, just drive and kind of see as much as you possibly can and learn as much as you possibly can. But or just in thing. nature. I love nature. So yes. Well, the the timing of it too, because then I'm like, I guess it'd be advantageous to be like in the north now since it's summertime. Mm-hmm. This would and be the start like making your way south, like towards winter. Or you know, basically like how that would play into it yeah but anyway we'll stop (laughs) talking about anything and everything (laughs) we i think this is a good introduction video we really just wanted to kind of tell y'all about you know where we're at where we've been where we're going so with that i just kind of want to see what do you have coming up what are you excited for uh the next few months are going to be fairly crazy i'm excited for all of it um yet uh yeah packed it's uh one of those moments where you know like uh, on your calendar like every other weekend has an event Mm -hmm. so it's like those small little milestones that get you into like the next year you're like wait what happened like (laughs) 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 it's because you had an event scheduled like maybe every like two weeks um so that's kind of what i have in front of me um return to the homelands coming up here in july uh, I'll be down in the Wallawa area, um, honoring my uh, Wallawa ancestors, uh, which kind of will be around Tom Collette's celebration. Um, yes, and um, your work is on that flyer because I was walking and I was like, oh, is this Kellen's work? And they're like, how did you know? I'm like, I know. But then later on, they saw like your name was on it. They probably saw. They're probably like, "Oh, she saw the name." But I'm like, "No, it's so awesome when you're just kind of going about. You know, you don't expect to see certain things, and it's like when I see my friends thriving, it definitely stands mm-hmm. out to me. And it's a really good feeling. But anyway, yes, just want to throw it out, throw that out there that I've seen your work and. Yes. Uh, so yeah, very much that. So I'll probably be around. Um, and because yeah, that's another part is that like. Uh, they use some of my artwork to do part of their uh, merchandise and promo mm-hmm. work this year, which they did yours last year, correct? Yeah, not for the powwow. It was just like a just a shirt, I think. Yeah, because they didn't because this is the first year back having an event, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, so yeah, so then it's now it's it's, it's like ooh, I can't get it out. Extending into like t-shirts and I think tote bags. Uh, yeah. So that's exciting. Thank you. Um, and I have those moments with your work all the time, especially being around Lapway. I'm like, Michaela, I see it. Like, yes. I get so excited. It's like a little kid. It's like every time I see anything, whether it is my friend's work or whether it is my work, like when it comes to my work, it's like you would have thought I seen it for the first time every time because I get so excited when I see it. I'm like, and I like nudge my mom, like, you see that they're wearing it. And she's just like, Yeah, Michaela. Like, <laughs> they're wearing it. They're wearing my work. Like, I get so excited. But, like you know how dope you are like 
People love you. Uh, <laughs> they wear your stuff left <laughs> to right. <laughs> I, mean, I, I feel like I rarely, but I'm not home either, so I don't see it all of the time. So when I do see it, it's just like, you really wear it? You don't just buy it and throw it away? Like, I'm not like that's a thing, but like, I don't know. You just like, don't expect people to, you don't expect to see it. You know what I'm saying? So it's not just sitting in the back of your closet somewhere. You actually wear it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Because well, I do cool. have some of those pieces that never make the light of day. And I'm like, girl, I put time into that. Like, you can use yeah. it. It's not It's not so special that you don't use it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, use it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the summer is, like, pretty well mapped out. A uh, few creative endeavors coming up. Uh, getting some things going. Uh, I am starting to, like, work in different mediums, which has been fun. And so I'm excited to explore that. Uh, and it's been cool kind of processing through. And then, yeah, come like September, uh, I'll have a conference that I'm going to with a bunch of artists. Ooh. I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, and yeah, so it's kind of like, you know, the next season's checkpoint. That's my summer season checkpoint. It's like some creative stuff through the next few months, as well as like some events uh a little bit of travel and then like a conference to like round out the summer awesome well that's exciting i'm excited to see it all on social media yeah i creep all of you (laughs) what do you have planned now that are are you are you off the gas pedal with the yes, thankfully. it was time it was time for me to take my foot off the gas i might not be hitting the brake necessarily but i just okay. i'm coasting <laughs> i am not necessarily reaching out like I, like i said i really am trying to challenge myself so i think there is opportunity in a sense of what i was doing but i don't really want to go that route to where I, I'm, I'm allowing what's coming to me, come to me. Let's just say that. And so like, I do have, um, some more, I don't know. I don't really know how to work. I guess I'm just, I'm more so now that I kind of got a lot of my, or a good chunk of my obligations done the past couple months, whether it was speaking engagements or literally having to physically be somewhere. Now I'm at a point to where, okay, I want to start creating my own rooms and bringing people into those spaces. And so my focus really is just my other business right now. Um, BBM is always going to be BBM. Like that's what I love to do. I love to be. So um, I'm kind of trying to have some wiggle room with that. Um, I'll be teaching a class, be my first class that I'm teaching um, for a hat. So I'm a beat a hat hat beating class which is really cool i got a ton of a lot more support than i thought i was going to get um so i'm challenging myself to kind of put myself in these more of a speaking role of spaces and actually just sharing what i know um so i'll be doing that and then i also we have swaya coming up so i'm really just gonna be prepping for the santa fe indian market um the next like month and a half after that i'll be doing some traveling with some friends um have a couple other things to do when it comes to teaching or speaking. Um, so I'm kind of getting my feet wet with the speaking hat that I am putting on. So I'm excited to do that. I kind of want to perfect that craft a little bit more and being able to, to be able to speak. Um, but yeah, all good stuff. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm more so focused on creating my own opportunities in a sense of growing my businesses. So that's what I'm primarily focusing on because your girl's ready to retire already. So <laughs> oh, 
Uh, so I want to start building my business up and bringing people in. And that's kind of what, what my main focus is. But, you know, I say booked and busy because I choose to be, and um, that's probably not going to change for a while because I want to be able to do more and share more. And I'm excited for the direction and the things that I kind of am starting to jot down and plan. So um, I, I need to learn to kind of take the work off of myself a little bit more where I can and start giving that to other people. So that's what I'm also focusing on. But in terms of the creative aspect of things, um, the beadwork side of things and just being that kind of artist and that side of that, 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 all of that, um, I'm ready to kind of take it up a notch. So we'll see where I'm at a year from now, but I'm ready to start putting in the work of, you know, becoming more of, uh, prestigious artist darling so i can get on oh, a level right. the, the chanel original levels so <laughs> um, that's kind of where i'm challenging myself there is to turn it trying to turn it up a notch you know i like doing accessories and stuff like that but it's time to time to take it one step forward so so through all of that, what I have coming up is <laughs> you heard where I want to be. That did not answer your question. But <laughs> bro, I don't know why I'm rambling so much today. But what I'm actually doing is Indian Market. That's my next focus and teaching a couple beating courses and expanding my business. So we there'll be more events hopefully later this year. Um I'm just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> to be continued. The promo for your courses <laughs> it's awesome are they are they both virtual or do you have one that's did you do one in person oh a class yeah yeah i did a class and it was funny because people were like hey what time does it start and when can i come and i'm it wasn't my, it wasn't mine i was someone hired me to teach kids and so people were like oh it's for kids or oh i'm way over here so i'm like well let me just see how a virtual one virtual class goes so i i said it was a course but it's really a class and so okay. i posted that um online and there's been an overwhelming amount of support we have people i it's only been up there for probably less than 24 hours if not 24 hours and we have people coming tapped in from Canada throughout, like all throughout the country. So it's really cool. I'm excited to see how this goes. Um, then we can kind of go from there. Um, cause you know, your girl's all about those multiple streams. So <laughs> this is going to be a stream. Um, we'll see how it goes. And we have people excited to kind of jump in like to all ages events. So we have people that are young and old. Um, I hate to say old, but young and elderly. And then we have some, um, and they're all native. And that's one thing that I was kind of, you know, not sure how to really phrase. And I think once I realized that, you know, we're kind of geared toward making white people comfortable, I was like, screw it, natives only. <laughs> like, I was just like, you have to have a tribal affiliation because so much of this country, it, you know, they try to rip culture away from us. And some of those tribes were successful or, you know, some of those, or some, it was successful in some tribes, but then also at the same time, um, some people just don't know or don't have anyone to teach them. So with this class that I'm doing, it's really just to empower our people to understand these cultural practices that they want to learn. So that was kind of my emphasis on, you know, teaching this class is making it, sh making sure it's for us, by us, and then doing what you want to do with that. You know what I'm saying? If you do want to turn that into a business, you know, I could talk on that. But if you do want to just be able to teach your kids or just know for yourself, because it makes you mentally and emotionally just happy and feeling connected. So so um, this will be the first class that I do. I'm not sure if I'll do another one. We'll see how it goes. Um, and then I do have another class that I'm teaching and I'm partnering with later down the line. I don't want to speak on it yet. Um, yeah. I'm not sure what age group that's going to be, but 
but yeah, it's a, it's a new little field that I'm tapping into. I don't feel like I'm a great teacher, but you know, with beating, I can talk beating all day. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes, but yeah, trying to, trying to wear the, the new hat that I feel like I'm being called upon on wearing. And it feels really good to just know that someone, people want me to be a resource for them. And that's just a really honorable feeling. So I'm really excited to kind of tap into that a little bit, see how it goes. Heck yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. It's been cool to see, yes, your offerings. And yeah, I'm excited to see all the amazingness that is yet to come as always. Gosh, feeling is definitely mutual. No, that's what we're here for. (laughs) (laughs) And to all of you as well. Um. (laughs) We're here to thrive. We're here to succeed. We're we're here for. (laughs) Picking you up as well. Uh, To all our listeners, thank you ever so much for uh, taking moments for yourself as well. And, um, you know, looking forward to our journeys as they continue to evolve period (laughs) (laughs) like nothing else needs to be said (laughs) done and done anyway we're excited for the next episode and the episodes to come and um, we'll just leave it at that we'll leave it as dot 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 what is it called ellipses ellipsis we'll leave you with ellipsis instead of period we'll say ellipsis (laughs) that was corny anyway we'll talk to you later (laughs) (laughs) we want to thank everybody for tuning in today as always it's a pleasure to be here with my crew simply talking our black native talk like we do there's a whole lot more for us to discuss though so stay locked in you can check out our episodes on quantumtheorypod.com Feel free to send in any topics, questions, or small business shout-outs to our socials, and you might just hear us discuss it on air. Our IG handle is at quantumtheorypod, and you can also find us on facebook.com backslash quantumtheory. So be kind to yourself out there, know that you're a boss, and drink plenty of water. Kotskiyapihechnu. See you next time.